Hello and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to Frank Answers with award-winning astrologer and author of Getting to the Heart of Your Chart, Frank Clifford. In this weekly show, Frank answers your most pressing questions about timing, so-called negative chart placements or transits, your relationships, and more. If you have a question you'd like considered for the show, please go to astrologyhub.com slash frankanswers and submit it today. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy Frank's empowering and validating astrological insights and guidance. Hi, everybody. This is Frank Clifford, and welcome to another Frank Answers hosted by Astrology Hub. Now, I have a question from Emily here asking about my take on oppositions in the natal chart. She says, if we look at oppositions as inherently irreconcilable energies, then what would be your advice on how best to express both the planets in an opposition? We'll look at Emily's chart in a moment, but um, she has the moon and Venus opposed, uh, two inner planets opposed uh, in her chart, and one of her daughters has the same planetary opposition, but in different signs. And uh, yes, she wants to know about how to reconcile these. So let me share with you a a document that I prepared um, a while ago, and I'm going to be working on reframing these aspects a little bit uh, later in the year, in October, when we do our reframing series of workshops. The opposition is fascinating because even though it's a hard aspect and it presents challenge to us, it's not um, a, a problem that can't be reconciled. It speaks about opposing parts of the chart, houses and signs. And really what it is, it's a combination. If we think of the sun and moon opposite, then we're thinking of the full moon, of course, but that's the climax, the culmination of a cycle. If you have two planets in opposition, and we're not talking about the nodal axis, we're not talking about the MC, IC, ascendant, descendant, we're not talking about axes that are going to be in opposition anyway. But if you have planets in opposition, um, there's a showdown. And what often happens is that we grab the planet that feels most comfortable, uh, whichever one speaks to us most. Usually it's the, the planet, say if we have a Mercury-Pluto opposition, we might stick with Mercury, own Mercury, and then project Pluto onto other people. And that's what often can happen with oppositions, is that we take the nice bits and everybody else or the people that upset us become the other side of the opposition. But it doesn't have to be that way, of course. And every, every placement in our birth charts is an opportunity to make a decision, to make a choice about how we want to use that. And with awareness, we can make better choices, of course. So with an opposition, the energies of those two planets are magnified and we can, we can um, swing from one extreme expression to the other. But ideally, the idea is to rather than just spend all our time at one end or the other end, just to try and find a sort of happy medium where they can work together, where that face off, that showdown can work together. So awareness is always a key. And if we can attain some sort of balance, 
then an integration of those energies is possible. And the way that we do that is to see that both sides of the planets represent two different sides of who we are, and they're sides that do battle with each other. We know that uh, the conflict of opposites always brings about some change. And so the opposition is often a very, very dynamic aspect in the chart, um, getting us to see different sides of the same coin. Often oppositions turn up in relationships. Our key oppositions uh, in our chart, um, particularly between inner and outer planets, really show up as relationship struggles, um, issues, things that need to be resolved in relationships. Um, and so they're they'll come out and we'll start to integrate them by being aware of it through other people, through uh, interactions with other people. But as I said, it's easy to polarize, easy to choose the nice planet uh, and project, throw away, project the difficult one. And in a way with oppositions, other people show us who we are by showing us what we're not or what we refuse to accept we are. Uh, so really, as it says at the bottom of this uh, set of notes, it's the realization that we're both planets and both require energy and time and nourishment, if you want to see it like that. So let's take a look at, at Emily's chart, and we can see the opposition of Venus in Capricorn in the 11th house, um, just a degree and a half opposite the moon in Cancer in the fifth house. Okay, so as Emily mentioned in the rest of her uh, question, that they are aspects of the feminine, whether you call it the archetypal feminine, the divine feminine, uh, but Ven moon and Venus have always been symbols of the feminine in all of us, um, the yin energy in all of us. And uh, so we've got an opposition between the moon and Venus. So the needs uh, with the moon in Cancer, the nurturing needs in the fifth house through creative pursuits, through children, is at odds in some way with an independent career woman, Venus in Capricorn in the 11th, or the commitments of friends, uh, the responsibilities towards groups and friends, 11th house. So what we can see here in the chart is a conflict that's been set up. How much time can Emily give to her moon in cancer? That's feeding herself, but also her creative projects and her children, fifth house, versus what she may take on as a professional woman, Venus in Capricorn in the 11th house, um, towards causes, towards friends. So it's the needs versus the commitments, Cancer Capricorn. Uh, the moon, of course, is about the primary need, and we really need to take care, learn to take care of ourselves before we dare to take care of other people. Um, but this opposition in the chart really speaks of that um, challenge to find enough time to suit the mother in Emily, that moon in Cancer to mother herself and other people, and also the elements of doing something uh, professional out there, Venus in Capricorn in the 11th. So oppositions are always fascinating. They're both sides of, of the same coin in a way when it comes to the signs, and the planets must learn to operate along that polarity. So one of the key things that I suggest when we're learning about 
oppositions is if they're in the same polarity, sometimes you get dissociate out of sign aspects. Uh, so the moon could be in Cancer, but the opposition of Venus could be in at the end of uh, Sagittarius or the beginning of Aquarius, depending on the degrees of the planets. But if you've not got a dissociate out of sign aspect, then the challenge really is to consider Cancer Capricorn, to consider the polarity of how much you look after yourself and how much you give, donate, or are responsible for in society. How much you look to the past, Cancer, and how much you are engaging in investing in the future, Capricorn. So it's always good to start off with the opposing sign. They've got lots and lots in common. Polarities always have a lot in common. But um, there will be differences and differences that we're being asked to manage in that opposition. Okay, I'll leave that for now. We'll do more of the opposition in the reframing series later in October. Uh, in the meantime, I hope that helps, Emily. I hope that uh, helps to begin to look at both of those signs and sides to your character and to feed both, feed both the nurturer and the professional person who takes on responsibilities. They're both signs and planets that take care of other people, but moon, the moon needs to take care of one's own needs first and Venus needs to absolutely take care of what it values first before it starts pleasing other people and taking care of other people. Okay, hope that helps Emily. Take good care of yourself and I'll see you all very soon. Hi, I'm Rick Levine, and I'm so excited to be offering you the chance to study with me during our live chart reading practice month here at Astrology Hub. This course consists of four live sessions, each two hours long, where I'm going to be looking at a handful of students' charts live and demonstrating how to read a birth chart while actually receiving feedback from the designated clients in real time. This is astrology in action. This is where the rubber meets the road and you'll be right there with me as I navigate the unique dynamics of these individuals' charts. The sessions will be streaming live every Thursday afternoon in August at 5 p.m. Pacific, that's 8 p.m. Eastern time. And you can enroll now at astrologyhub.com charts. Oh, and by the way, you'll have the opportunity to submit your chart data for consideration to be one of those that will be read live during the sessions. Again, that's astrologyhub.com slash charts. I hope to see you there.